just when you thought the world's most comfortable shoe couldn't get any more comfortable, well, it did. Introducing the Allbirds Wool Runner 2, the next-gen version of the legendary shoe that started it all. It's been refined, redesigned, and completely redefined with more than a dozen upgrades. It delivers comfy all-day wear that's built for bliss, turning your Cloud 9 into a 10. Plus, they're made with sustainability in mind, so you can feel good with each step you take. Added cushioning that delivers a plush ride? Check. An ultra-cozy merino wool upper for a soft fit and feel? Check. Improved durability that offers lasting wear and comfort? Check, check, and check. Lace up a pair and check off next-level comfort, too. Because when your feet are happy, the rest of you follows. Wherever you're headed, it's easy to keep up the pace when you wear Allbirds. Get yours at Allbirds.com and use code FRESH24 to score a free pair of socks with purchase today. That's a free pair of socks with purchase at allbirds.com code FRESH24. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? I'm Bishop Kevin Foreman. This is the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. And I've got one for you today. It is called... Don't misuse your time as a leader. There's going to be a lot of leeches trying to take your time. I'm going to teach you today how to navigate through that so you don't misuse your time, but that you properly sow your time so that you see success. You ready? Let's get it. Let's go. And we love people. And you know we love life. Love life. Love God. And we love people. And you know we love life. Welcome back. I'm Bishop Kevin Homer, the People's Bishop, and I am super excited that you are tuned in, either watching or listening to today's Bishop Kevin Homer Leadership Podcast. It's all about helping leaders go further, faster, and really it is birthed out of the Harvest Leadership Network, which I encourage you to join, connect, be a part of. We're like-minded leaders because we're all about empowering leaders to change reasons to seize the harvest. And you don't have to be a leader just in church or ministry. Sometimes people think the only way to change lives is just through um, serving in a leadership role in church or ministry. And while you should be serving in your church, if Harvest is your church, you can serve either in a physical location or online, but you should also be serving um, in some, or you can also be serving, let me say it that way, uh, in something addition to that. And in addition to that, meaning you, through your business, um, through arts and entertainment, government, of course, church, media, family, and education. In those seven spheres of society, you can literally um, change regions and seize the harvest. Maybe it's through your business and through your business, you're going to change lives and lives are going to be impacted. So while you should always be serving, uh, in um, and serving the vision of the leader that God's connected you to, um, recognize that that's not the only way in which you can accomplish lives being changed. That being said, we encourage you to connect. You can text Harvest to 55498, go to our website, harvestchurch.church, or of course, bishopforman.com. Listen, if this leadership podcast is blessing you, I want to know about it. So I want to encourage you, leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. 
and make sure that you share. When you share lives or impact, one of the awesome things about Harvest and everything connected to Harvest, our whole ecosystem, Harvest Church, Harvest Leadership Network, Harvest Bible College, Harvest Foundation, is that um, we measure what God is doing in and through our organization. And in 2023, as of the time of this podcast, we're knocking at the door of 3,000 recorded decisions of people becoming Christians so far this year, which is absolutely amazing. That's astounding. And that happens in part because of your share. So let me get you to share and let me get you to sow. Always be a blessing to what blesses you. I'll give you the ways to do that at the end of today's podcast. So we're going to eat first, right? And then you can sow into what you eat. Father, bless our time today. Speak to us with strength, clarity, and power so that we move in everything that you have ordained. You have called the person that's watching this, that's listening to this right now to be a world-changing, history-making line-crossing, boundary-breaking leader. And I pray that they would adapt these principles and that they would apply. They'd adapt and apply. They'd adapt and apply. In fact, they pay attention, adapt and apply. It's a triple A situation happening today. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all, let's jump into it. Ephesians 5, 16 is a powerful scripture. And I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified. It says, making the very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it, referring to your time with wisdom and diligence, because the days are filled with evil. The word evil means it's the days are filled with things that are coming against you. What I've discovered is that most leaders don't recognize that one of the greatest ways that the enemy attacks them is in misusing their time. And I want you to pay attention to my heavy emphasis on the word misusing instead of wasting. If you see something as a waste of time, you won't get value out of it. And even listen, even your mistakes have value. Even your failures have value. <clears throat> even your losses have value. Even some of the things that you look back and say, had I known then what I know now, I would not have done that. Even that has value to you. So I don't want you to use the term wasting time. I want to encourage you to use the term misusing time because everything adds value to me. Some of the worst decisions I've made, they added value to me. They gave me wisdom. They gave me skill. Some of the uh, people that I would never give another 10 seconds to, they taught me valuable lessons. They taught me the traits to look for in future individuals so that when I see red flags or red flakes, I can get to running. I will not invest my time. So let's jump right into it. Here are three things today. I'm going to give you three today. There are three things today um, that can misuse your time as a leader, all right? So you have to make sure that you are not misusing your time in the following things. Number one, regret. Regret is one of the greatest ways that individuals, especially leaders, misuse their time. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Here's the facts. You didn't. You didn't. So living in regret is like living in torture. It's like worrying about the past. I want you to think about that. It's worrying about the past. Worry generally is about the future. Rumination um, is the terminology used for literally worrying about the past. When you live in regret, you're misusing your time as a leader. Man, I sure wish I would have done that. Instead of living in regret, instead, we learn from regret. Come on, type that in the comments and just say that. I learn from regret. What does that mean? I look for the signs of my shoulda, woulda, coulda. 
So maybe it was an opportunity to hire someone and you didn't. And when you look back, you wish you would have hired them. So don't live in regret, learn from regret. Now, the next time you see these traits, you go, you're going to go ahead and reach for that person. You can even watch me reach for who you wish you would have hired. Things may be changed. You cannot live in regret as a leader because it is a misuse of your time. You cannot regret. Father, I pray for every leader watching right now. I pray that whatever we've had, shoulda, woulda, coulda, wherever we've had regret, I pray that we loose it and let it go because we cannot live from or in regret. We can learn from it, but we can't live in it. We have got to maximize our present so that we can maximize our future. Our greatest days are not behind us, they are here and ahead of us in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, just drop an amen in the comments. As a matter of fact, this is a good time to share this podcast with somebody, especially somebody that sits in a seat of leadership and arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, media, or church. Those seven spheres of society. If you're a leader in any of those spheres, you've got to hear this podcast. Number one. Regret is one of the greatest ways that our time as a leader is misused. Number two, number two, the wrong nouns, the wrong nouns. What's a noun? Person, place, thing, or idea. When you are a leader, one of the greatest ways that enemies will attack you, the enemy rather will attack you, is investing your time, your energy, your effort in the wrong people, places, things, and ideas. I sometimes chat and mentor leaders because I still do one-on-one -on -one sessions. If you want to take advantage of that, um, you can literally do that. Go to bishopformer.com and you can book a one-on-one -on -one session. I still do these despite how full my schedule is. I still do these because I love pouring into people, especially on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, and often I will listen to people and they'll tell me about all the things that they're doing. And I can easily, from my seat, look and say, that's that's a misuse of time, that's a misuse of time, that's a misuse of time, that's a misuse of time. Just because you're busy doesn't mean you're productive. So how do I know something I that's the, a wrong noun? Something I shouldn't invest in, person, place, thing, or idea. Number one, I know it's the wrong noun if there's no return on the investment. At some point, there's got to be some type of return on the investment um, in some way, shape, form, or fashion, right? So maybe you didn't make any money, but did you at least get a lesson? Did you get some skills? Maybe um, you put a lot of energy into a particular place. Well, did you learn something from that place that you can use another place? Or, or what? There has to be some type of return out of that investment. Number two, how do I know something is the wrong now? You know it's the wrong now if you're going in circles. What does this mean? If all I'm doing with this individual is talking about the same thing over and over and over again, wrong now. Wrong now. Like if you're a leader and I'm constantly talking to you about the same thing, it's no longer your fault. It's my fault. It's my fault that I let this circle happen. Now, sometimes you don't know you're in a circle with a, with a noun, with a person, place, thing, idea, until you end up back in the same conversation, back in the same situation. You ready? Back in the same disappointment. So once I see that this thing is going into a circle and I'm back in the same place with you again, it's not your fault anymore. It's my fault. So um, did I get a return on investment? 
Uh, are we having the same uh, issues? Are we going in circles? Like, is this a recurring and repeating issue? Because then this is a misuse of my time. I should no longer be investing my time because this takes me in circles. In circles, what does that mean? I'm back to where I started. See, in a circle, just look at it real simple. You've been where you're going. You see that? In a circle, you've been where you're going. Instead, I want linear action where I'm moving forward. Here's another way that you know um, that you're investing in the wrong people, place, things, or ideas is that dealing with them doesn't excite you or give you passion or motivation. It's literally discouraging. It's discouraging. Now, I want to be very clear because as a leader, you're going to have some things that are not fun about your seat. You're going to have some things that are not enjoyable. You're going to have some things that are discouraging. But if, especially when you're dealing with people, you should be able to interact with the people on your team. And when you interact with them, you get excited. Instead of saying, oh God, I gotta talk to her again. Oh God, I gotta talk to him again. Oh goodness, I gotta deal with them. If the people, places, things, and ideas around you only bring you discouragement, then that's something that's misusing your time. This doesn't mean there won't be discouraging moments. But if every time I deal with you, I am leaving this thing discouraged, this is the misuse of my time, which means I either need to modify or I need to keep it moving. Modify, keep it moving. Father, don't let us invest in the wrong nouns, people, places, things, and ideas so that our time is misused. I pray, Lord, that we would quickly be able to identify the right nouns to invest our time, our energy, our effort, our impartation, everything that we, is us that we would pour into a noun. I pray that you would give us wisdom in that area. In Jesus name, everybody said amen right there. Here's the last one I'm going to give you today of where a leader can misuse their time. You ready? In the opinions of other people. The opinions of other people. Um, you, if you live for people's approval, you will die with their disapproval. If you live for their applause, you will die if they're silence. Here's what great leaders do. They listen, but they filter. They listen, but they filter. What does this mean? I remember years ago, uh, I was um, speaking with an individual who was a music director for very successful, very well-known pop acts. Like if I call the names, you'd instantly know them. And they were telling me about how they had done a concert one time. And after the concert, they went and began to read all the uh, comments. And they said how immediately this, their whole, they felt great. Immediately their whole uh, you know, emotional status, their whole feel, everything about them just dropped. Everything about them just deteriorated. And I said, why? They said, because when I read the comments, the comments were so nasty and evil. And then he said, he spoke to someone who said, never read the comments. Because the comments are often from people who never even watch the show. They're just bit on being negative. They just have a predisposition to being negaholics. They're like alcoholics, but they're addicted to negativity. That's a real psychological status in which people can be. And it taught me a powerful principle. Um, lions never obsess over the opinion of a sheep. Uh, lions eat sheep. They are not concerned with the opinion of a sheep. And what's the principle behind that? As a leader, you got to determine which voices matter. Okay. So, for example, 
Uh, I just, I, uh, as a leader, I've sat in a leadership and executive seat since I was 12 years old. So the majority of my life, I've sat in a leadership or an executive seat, period. So I know this seat well. I also know what it is to be a follower because the greatest leaders are the greatest followers. And here's what I've discovered. There's a few voices that I have to decide matter. Okay. So as a leader, my leader's voice matters. So every leader, your leader's voice should matter. You cannot disregard your leader's voice because this is the reason why you have a leader. You have a leader so that their voice matters. There's other voices that I will decide their voice matters. Okay. Then there's other voices. Well, I have decided, okay, I will listen, but I'm going to filter it. I'm going to filter it. Meaning I hear what you're saying. But I'm going to filter that because people, you know, people sometimes say you should take a survey and see what the people think. I said, for what? People will tell you to do one thing. You do it and then they won't support it. People will say this is what they want. You get what they want. They don't support it. People will tell you, you know, some people are going to love you, bald. Some people are going to say, get some hair. Some people are going to say they like your black shirt. Some people are going to say they hate your black shirt. You cannot misuse your time trying to appease the opinions of people. So you decide the voices that matter. And then with every other voice, you listen, but you filter it. Why? Because even in your criticism that people give you, even if it's mean and cruel and evil, there might be something you can learn from it. So you don't, you're not afraid of it. I'm just not going to live by it. I'm not living by it. I'm not living for it. So and so doesn't like it. I may not like them. That's okay. But keep it moving. I'll learn from it. I'll chew the meat. I'll spit the bone. Father, don't let us obsess and worry about the opinions of other people. Allow us to lock in the voices that matter. Allow us to lock in on the voices that you would have to speak life into our lives and to help guide us and direct us. This is why you said you give us pastors, you give us shepherds after your own heart, which means the voice of our leaders should matter. But God, help us not to overindulge in the odious opinions of people because we will not live for their acceptance. So we will not die for their disapproval. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I know this was a good one. This is a lot of content real quick. Go back, watch this again, share this, send this to somebody. This thing is going to bless you. Don't misuse your time as a leader. Listen, I'm going to encourage you. If this thing bless you, so into it. Maybe it's $50. Maybe it's $100. Maybe it's $1,000. Maybe you've never sold into a Bishop Kevin Former Leadership Podcast, but you're blessed by them. Why don't you sow today to be a blessing to all of what Harvest is doing? We can keep bringing you content like this that's blessing your life because of the faithful giving of the people connected to Harvest. I'm gonna encourage you today to sow. All of the giving methods are right there on the screen. Get a seed in the ground. I wanna encourage you, especially as we're coming up on a new year, Whatever you sow, uh, I want to encourage you to make sure that you just speak this over your seed that the next year will be my best year. The next year will be my best year. Listen, until next time, I'm Bishop Kevin Foreman, and this is the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. Shalom. And we love people, and you know we love life. Love life. Love God. And we love people, and you know we love life. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.